talk about the fact that it's been 52 days since we were allowed outside. Oh no, because they've extended it now another two weeks in Ireland and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> 52 days. Why? I haven't even counted. I like people are going, it's we're seven weeks now this, we're seven weeks. I'm like, ooh, seven weeks. I didn't notice that go by. So I'm kinda like everybody's like, oh another two weeks and I'm like, oh my god, it's time is flying. I know I've said this before. <laughs> yeah. I I, thought, I know I've said this before, but like sorry. <laughs> I'm happy. I read during the week that um France are gonna keep their borders kind of tighter closed and that Spain are not gonna let anybody in for holidays this year. Yeah, I don't think our holiday is going to happen this year. Um, but we kind of figured that, you know, or just um, <clears throat> when it all happened, we just kind of said to one another, I don't think we're going to have any holiday this year. So that's why we've been enjoying the sunshine that we've been getting here. Costa del Wexford. That's where you need to go. Well, no, we're OK here. And they've extended our, um, our uh, travel to for exercise yeah so it's not 2k anymore it's 5k so we can hop in the car and go to the beach and i saw our mother message me this morning a photograph from yeah. from the, <laughs> the the motorway bypass she was walking over and she was like yeah i'm outside yeah <laughs> she's delighted with herself like they've extended the lockdown but they've actually um re- relaxed some of the going out to get your exercise makes sense um, kind of give and take yeah. a bit so the mother is out for the first time in seven weeks and she she's a big walker she's always out walking so she's yeah. delighted with herself now yeah we are allowed in a hundred kilometer radius from monday yeah what's it well you can get to the lake then can't you no because we'd have to cross the border all oh, right no so you can't go into the uh-uh. lake. <laughs> and well i mean technically i could because i have a work permit for switzerland because i work in switzerland and that's where my work permit is for. So if I went to the border uh, and tried to get across, I reckon I could. But I would probably be queuing for a couple of hours because usually in the morning, the queue to get across the border is it's quite long, but it moves. Um, so it's kind of like where it would take us 20 minutes on a Saturday morning. It takes kind of like 45 um yeah. to get into the city i don't mean 45 minutes to get through the border i mean it takes 45 minutes from here to the city center so i don't know i mean i don't know if we could get in on a saturday for leisure activities i don't know but yeah 100 kilometer radius means that that if we wanted to we could go into the Jura mountains which are to the north of us here and there's plenty of lakes there but i wanted to go to the beach i mean next week we're yeah. supposed to be going to nice for five days next week ne- next oh, wednesday yeah not gonna happen yeah no nobody's getting away nobody is getting away like so it's just a case of now we just have to make the most of what we have and uh thankfully we have a nice garden Mm -hmm. and we live in kind of like the sunnier spot in ireland so if ireland gets good weather we get the good weather down here so if they had if they hadn't have the 100 kilometer limit it'd be perfect because like four hours and you're at the coast you're on the coast of Surrey. yeah you know you're under Riviera so it's just what I said to Fabio is there something we can do like can we bend space time so that we're like you know just decrease the distance between here and the coast so that we can get there but yeah until they until they lift that 400 kilometer that 100 kilometer radius yeah we're not going to be able to get to the beach so it's like <laughs> wow but in fairness like you know it's, it has to be done it does yeah 
yeah it absolutely has to be done and and i'm happy to do it because it it's not about me it's about looking after people who are vulnerable and it's about making sure that the the doctors and nurses are not overwhelmed by all of the people that the hospitals are not overwhelmed so they have so france is broken down into departements which are basically like counties Mm. and they have us split up into green um orange and red so if you are green it means that there are enough uh, beds available in your region in your department uh, so that you can go back out the the restrictions are not going to be as heavy in your area so where we are although we are in the suburbs of one of the biggest cities in switzerland we are actually in rural france so like the nearest major french hospital for us is in lyon which is about two two hours two and a half hours drive from here so our little itty bitty regional hospital has probably two icu beds so right okay. it's considered an orange because the the amount of people who are sick isn't very high but the amount of beds available is very low so that even though we have all of them the state-of-the-art hospitals in geneva city center the fact that we live here they have to count us in that even though we i wouldn't go to the hospital here because it is literally like it would be the equivalent of if you're from ireland it would be the equivalent of like mullingar hospital or something like that tiny small yeah, yes yeah um i would just go straight to the the um one of the big hospitals in geneva so some of the departments are still red like paris and uh, um up up across the top the northeast coast where it's very highly populated plus there's a lot of sick people plus the icu beds available are not, are not big so it's a traffic light system and at the moment we're orange which means that we are probably not going to be as free as other departments that are already green yeah so it's like oh, what's gonna happen that's right so yeah that's the story with us but look it's getting there, it is you know and it's it is it has to be done so suck it up woman exactly <laughs> come and slap me in the face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So now that we've kind of gotten our woes, where we are, <laughs> our woes, your woes, woes. my happiness, <laughs> <laughs> out of the way. Um, this week we're going to talk about something that has cropped up. I suppose it's cropping up in a couple of keto groups. It's kind of controversial. It is kind of controversial, but we're going to talk about it, and we're going to try not get judgy mac judgy i'm trying to i'm i'm gonna try not to get militant about it because i have very strong feelings about it but what we want to do is approach the subject with respect for people's freedom to decide what they want to eat oh absolutely yeah definitely definitely so um we're going to talk about veganism we need to get sound effects we need to get those oh we do yeah yeah we do we need to get all these like you know cowbell things yeah I have a, I'm subscribed to a, um, a sound service called um, Epi- Epidemic Sound, Epidemic, Epi- something. Anyway, it's basically got all of these royalty free songs and sound right, effects. Okay. So I, I must see if I can get like that. Dum, dum, dum. And if, yeah, if, dun, dun, if I do dun. get it, I'm going to wheel insert it here. 
for you to say. I'm the one that has to edit this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so we, the, you know, um, basically there are uh, a good few people who uh, progressed from keto to carnivore. And an awful lot of the people in the carnivore uh, world uh, are getting seriously trolled by vegans. Seriously, like I, I've never seen. Who seem to be making it their life's work to uh, troll uh, the carnivores. So we're kind of coming at it from an angle of people asking in Facebook groups if they can do vegan keto. Um, and also from some of the videos that I've watched recently um, about vegans and what they look like after a couple of years mm -hmm. of being a vegan. Um, and also there's the stories about professional sports people. Yeah. Footballers, um, I don't know, kind of, I suppose an awful lot of them were footballers. Wasn't there a guy from the Australia Rules team went vegan and then had to stop after six weeks because he couldn't train? Okay, yeah, yeah. An awful lot of them have to revert back to eating kind of, they, they nearly go from being vegans to going to carnivore because they've lost so much mm. protein um, and they're not having enough protein, their body starts to eat the muscle. So obviously as a sports star, that's not ideal, Yeah, you know. And then also the other experiment that um, uh, Ryan, what's his name? Joe Rogan. Oh God, no, 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 no. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so while you're fapping <laughs> oh, what actually prompted us to talk about it was um, two things. First of all, we saw an increase in the amount of people asking for um, vegan ways of doing keto. And then Sean yeah. Baker, who is like a, a major proponent of carnivore diet, he's a physician that recommends carnivore diet. Yeah. He posted an instagram an igtv video actually that showed before and after of vegans and it was just shocking absolutely shocking to see yeah and what i'll do is um we will put some links to some stuff just so you can go and have a look at it yourself and then make up your own mind i suppose is the best thing to do so one thing that i just want to clear up so sean baker voluntarily surrendered his medical license because he got into a spat in his hospital because he wouldn't do surgery for money he he refused to do them so these are surgeries that are not particularly needed but are done for they're basically money making procedures and he refused to do them so there was an investigation in and they were going to suspend his license so he voluntarily surrendered it while right. this was going on so there's a lot of people out there who are not telling the whole story and they're saying, oh, he lost his medical license. He didn't, it was a, he surrendered it and he got it back. He got it back once the investigation was complete. Um, but I think it, it's a problem inherent in any place where there's private health insurance is that they do a lot of unnecessary procedures because the doctors need to make money. And unfortunately, yeah. there's many, many doctors out there. While there are amazing ones, there is a lot out there who are just looking at their bottom line. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, I had to be careful as well when I went for the plastic surgery consult to go to a few doctors because Switzerland is a private health insurance country. And my, my gallbladder surgery was like 23,000 francs, which is about 22,000 yeah. US dollars, about 19,000 euro. It's about the same. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, obviously I didn't have to pay for all of that. Luckily we have health insurance, but 
like if my plastic surgery is going to cost 150,000 francs like somebody's going to benefit from that a doctor is going to benefit from that so yeah um again I won't have to pay for all of it whoops I won't have to pay for all of it uh but I will have to pay, do a copay so uh he fair play to him for refusing to do that but I just want to clear yeah. that first because we're going to be citing him probably a lot throughout this and the yeah I just found the other one that I want um was trying to <laughs> flap over there a second. What's that noise? <laughs> um, is that a car or a tractor gone by or something? It's tractors. Yeah, okay. yeah sorry. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to edit that out. So ah, you're just okay. going to have to deal with it. I live in the country. Yeah. yeah, I live in the country. And it, the mic, for some reason, I, I have all the doors closed, but it seems to be picking up everything it, outside. To be fair, that sounded reason. like it was driving around in, behind you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, Ryan Lowry. Oh. Dr. Ryan Lowry. Okay. So he, I will um, put a, a link to his stuff as well. He did a vegan experiment on himself. Okay. Okay. Now, you know the way he's actually extremely buff. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I'm just going to show our patrons a picture of him. If you go, he's always walking around with his shirt off. So you can go and have a look at that if you want. <laughs> um, he works out all the time. So he's he actually does all these experiments on himself. Um, so he did a vegan uh, experiment I will put the link to his YouTube and you can go and have a look at it. He's Dookie Hauser. Look at him. He's like 15. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not like... He looks it. But anyway. Is he carnivore? Um, no, he's keto. Okay. I think he has done stints of carnivore. But um, he uh, he did this vegan experiment on himself. And I think he did it for a month. I'm not quite sure. I don't know how long it was. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But I did see him talking about the results afterwards. And he did his... his usual workouts and all that and he kept all that the same um but he actually lost muscle mass wow yeah and he was actually when you see him talking about it he was gutted like he he was just so shocked he actually lost muscle mass which meant his body was actually eating itself to try and kind of keep up i'm just looking through his feed here on instagram yeah um it's it's a good bit it's going back a good bit now uh don't know if it was earlier in the year or late last year when he did it we'll put a link to his instagram feed in into the show notes so you can go and have a look because it's really interesting the things he's talking about i mean the dude is like i'm going to show our patreons there a picture of him look like the dude yeah he's totally ripped like he really is but um i think you know we we have we have another carnivore i'm going to show uh laura spat is her name okay um, i'm going to show our uh that's her there our, our patreons a picture of her and yeah we'll put all these links in the um in the show notes anyway so she was actually so this photo right so so we'll 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 take a screenshot of the photo and put it put it in the show notes as well so this photo was trolled by vegans is that a tomahawk she has there yeah that is it that that's probably like 700 grams of steak and she posted about it um she commented on one of sean baker's posts where because he posts vegan comments now i have specifically got the word vegan filtered on my youtube channel so it doesn't allow anybody who says the word vegan to post it gets put in like a holding pattern and then i can go and approve it or delete it um but she was actually targeted like this campaign of hate like so militant right so there was um a very interesting 
theory put forward i can't remember who who it was it was by one of the one of the keto doctors that was saying that when you are vegan you're missing out on all your b vitamins right so you need bit of b vitamins for methylation yeah um of tryptophan which is one of the really important neurotransmitters right it's, it's basically how your brain like how your brain works you need tryptophan so if you're vegan you have very low levels of tryptophan and it's been clinically shown that if you have low tryptophan you are more inclined to be uh depressed manic have like low self-esteem um low view of the world and be angry a lot of anger right okay. so he was saying that this explains why vegans get so militant because they are missing the, the methylation is not happening properly so there's huge parts of the brain that are not getting that's not getting the tryptophan that it needs so it was a really yeah. really interesting theory um, and from a nutrition point of view like i would never recommend anybody go vegan and I, I even i was even prompted to comment on a forum that I, i'm a part of um somebody was looking for a vegan dog food and I actually, I had to comment. And I was saying that you shouldn't own an animal. If you are feeding a dog vegan food, you shouldn't have a dog. It's, it's tantamount to animal abuse if you do that. Yeah, I actually, I, I can't get my head around that. And I've seen people doing it to cats as well. Cat, you know, feeding cats vegan food. And I'm, okay, so dogs are kind of omnivores. They need meat, but they can kind of get away with eating other stuff as well. Cats are obligate carnivores. They yeah. need meat to survive. Without it, they die. But they, they naturally, naturally for those animals to survive, they'll go and kill something. Yeah. They don't stand there and go, I really shouldn't kill that mouse. Yeah. That mouse has a right to life. You know, the, the cat's not going to think that way. No. You know? And even though we feed our cats well, if they see a, a mouse, it's instinctual for them to go and yeah. hunt and kill it. I mean, we've seen them kill rabbits and birds and yeah. sometimes they eat them which is fine because you know it's full of it's perfect cat food it's biologically appropriate cat food yeah right yeah um sometimes they might play with it and we have to dispose of it but you know it it's natural perfectly natural yeah when you own when you bring an animal sorry you're not even allowed to call them pets anymore it's like yeah life yeah. companion or something because a pet calling them a pet is actually insulting them i read that and i was just yes, like pc gone crazy yeah anyway when you bring an animal into your home as a pet mm -hmm. i'm going to say it cat or dog you have to take on board the fact that there are going to be things brought into your house that you are going to have to clean up you never thought you would we had a yeah. squirrel a squirrel ripped open i was going to say but it wasn't a complete squirrel right uh, oh no it was the complete squirrel ripped open on just the rug in the sitting room now not on the wooden floor where you could just go no, around no. Like no on the rug no. we had to take the rug out of the house <laughs> and scrub it for about three days before we could bring it back into the house but this is the thing it's natural it's nature right and this is where me comes from that, yeah. that's all it is like so you know what that I very much um, appreciate and empathize with the vegan message that animals should be taken care of. Yes. Right? It, absolutely. Fundamentally, we always make sure we buy free range, organic where possible, and that we, we really go for high welfare meat. And actually, our butcher, he ha they have a mobile abattoir. 
So the cows aren't put onto um, a truck and shipped away. You know, they, yeah, they yeah. aren't. The, the mobile abattoir comes to the farm. They take whatever two, three they cows, need, whatever yeah. it is, into the barn and they do what needs to be done there. So yeah. it's just, it's the, the best... It reduces the stress on the animal. Of, Absolutely. Yeah. Which Absolutely. is, yeah. Well, well, look, I'm all for that as well, right? Now, I, I definitely, there has to be a level of responsibility when you're rearing animals for food, okay? Yeah. There has to be. That has yeah. to be there. But really what we want to talk about is um, the nutritional problem yeah. with the veganism. And if you want to do, if you're coming to keto for anything I suppose weight loss or to try and get better or the last thing you need to be doing is not getting enough protein yeah I talk about this a lot because I think even on the keto diet I and I said it to you as well you were having some trouble and I said to you you're not eating enough protein you're really yeah. not eating enough protein and it was a simple fix like it was as simple as throwing an extra egg and an extra piece of bacon on your breakfast or yeah you know, having two two small steaks instead of one, like it was an easy yeah. fix. But I find that for a lot of women, and the women that I see in boot camp, the women that I've coached uh, personally, nobody is getting enough protein unless they are full carnivore. Uh, and I think that people are afraid of it. And one of the big signs that you're not getting enough protein is that your hair starts falling out. Now that happens normally at the start of keto. It's a normal part of the healing process. But yeah. if that doesn't stop, then you're not getting enough protein. Simply, you're not getting enough protein. And in that vegan video, the the one that the guy that was the most shocking of all, like at the start of the video, you can see him saying that he's been on, he's, he's been vegan a month, and you can see that like he he's he's saying that his hair is starting to fall out, and he's kind of a bit, a bit worried that all of his hair is falling out, and he hopes that's going to stop soon. And then it transitions to him like a year later and he yeah. is skin and bone. He's he, emaciated. His ribs are sticking out. But not only that, but like you could probably like close your finger around his arm, like up at the, the top, top of his arm. The top of his yeah. arm. Shocking. Absolutely. You yeah. can see his pelvis as well. Yeah. And it's because his body's not getting enough protein and it needs to break down his muscle to, to make up for the protein it's not getting. And that's what happened with Ryan Lowry is that he, yeah, no, it doesn't matter how much high protein vegan food you eat, it's not, it's not enough. biologically, um, it's not bioavailable for humans. So, you know, they talk a lot about B, B vitamins coming from like spirulina. So I'm going to put, yeah. spir- I'm going to have a spirulina shake in the morning. The fact is that like it's around 0.002% of the B12 in spirulina the b vitamins in spirulina is bioavailable to humans because we're not meant to get our b12 from uh plant matter that comes from the sea we're supposed to get it from ruminants we're supposed to get it from ruminants and it it's the most biologically available our system our our our, um digestive system is designed for meat yet we don't have really long canine teeth and our jaw has gotten smaller but that's because we learned to cook the meat that's the only reason we we got fire we learned how to control it and we started to cook the meat and that's the only reason you can eat raw steak and thrive on it you can yeah most of us like it you know char grilled on the barbecue but you know if you wanted to eat steak tartare for the rest of your life you could no 
Oh. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna eat steak like that. No, but but it is. It's you can just you can see it, and it's not that just this one particular video. I've seen a lot of videos now talking about it, and um, like we said about the the, we'll I'll try and link some of the articles. What I'll do is I I might just put up some additional resources on the blog. So I'm going to what I'm going to do is going to give you. Um, I have this pre-written text about the environmental impact of eating an all-meat diet, right? And the reason that I wrote this is because I'm absolutely sick and tired of seeing people saying that they want to reduce the amount of meat that they, they're eating because they're concerned about the environment, right? And Sean Baker has been posting for the last few weeks saying, see the amount of carbon that's been reduced out of the atmosphere in the last few weeks? Cows are still farting. Yes. Right, so if you're happy, I can read it out for people who might not be available to they might not have time to read it sure we can do it we can double it up anyway we'll put it up okay and you can read it out now how cows will save us here's my take on veganism and the problem with the misrepresentation that cattle and meat production is bad for the environment forget about the lack of bioavailable forms of b12 from non-animal sources like i was saying that prevents methylation of tryptophan which is essential for brain health veganism not carnivores is what's going to kill the planet pre-modern agriculture there were billions more ruminants on the planet than there are today the population of bison and buffalo in america alone was thought to be in the billions the problem is not with cows or meat production meat and meat products give us more nutrition per gram than vegetables and i always use that as an example uh, in boot camp when i'm talking about you know being careful about where to get your nutrition from so it, like a 250 gram steak has the same amount of nutrition as like three to four kilograms of broccoli. So I like to eat three to four kilos of broccoli. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've used that as an example to get the same vitamin profile for 30 grams of bone marrow. So 30 grams of bone marrow is probably a tablespoon. You would need to eat more than 2.5 kilos of vegetables. Deforestation to make grazing pastures is a problem only insofar that billions of hectares are already taken up by mass crop production. Replace those with grasslands that migratory ruminants can freely use and you solve both the the environmental and the animal welfare problem. And it allows for the, the expression of natural instincts. Raising animals naturally and allowing them to roam freely and forage is vital for the health of the animal and therefore the quality of the meat that you we eventually consume. Yes, cows do produce methane. However, this is only one of several greenhouse gases and has a life of around five years. Contrast this to carbon dioxide, which lasts about 200. In addition, NASA has recently released a study, and I've put the link in, showing that increased levels of methane is due to fracking, not cows. And another study recently has shown that plant-based agriculture is also a much more significant contributor to greenhouse gases than ever thought or reported. And I'll put in a link as well to that. While it's destroying our topsoil and our environment is the mass production of monocrops. They destroy biodiversity above and below the soil. Contrast this with cows, which actually build up topsoil and increase biodiversity. So I put in a link to the NEP rewilding project in Sussex and it is incredible to see. They're allowing the ruminants to go across the land and you want to yeah. see the way it's flourishing. It's incredible. So you can go and have a look there. Um, in addition, grazing cows actually reduce the carbon. Um, although cows do 
produce some methane it's it's uh, in addition to climate change it's minuscule compared to the carbon that is removed from the atmosphere by grazing animals when cows eat grass like they do in the wild they cause the grass to dump carbon into the soil because grass has a symbiotic relationship with fungus it provides it with sugar and a sugar molecule has six carbon chains so it needs to pull all that carbon out of the atmosphere to make that molecule in exchange for the micronutrients. So it sequesters carbon from the atmosphere, creating up to a foot of topsoil a year. And if you see these pictures of grassland where they've cut down into it, and the roots are six or seven feet. So you've got six or seven feet of roots sequestering all that carbon from the atmosphere. So it, it will clean yeah. the planet, basically. If the Earth's grasslands were covered in cattle, it would completely reverse climate change in our lifetime. Our societies are eating a, a plant-based diet. Even meat eaters are predominantly eating plants, right? Because we've been told to eat more vegetables because they're low in calories and low in fat and you can fill up on them. So there's, it's healthy for yeah. us. Ironically, mass agriculture of grains and beans is actually the cause of desertification, the removal of topsoil, which has contributed more, to, more carbon to the atmosphere and climate than all the fossil fuel use combined. Plant-based diets are actually causing climate change and grazing cows is just one of the ways that we can reverse it. Red meat is actually the healthiest food for the human body. Humans aren't grainivores. We don't have the gizzard, which is the organ that grinds the grain into like flour, in the, um, breaks it down in the animal's body. And grains are one of the newest foods to be added to the human diet. Add that to the diminished nutritional profile of vegetables. So be, the way modern farming is that they only play, replace the magnesium and the phosphorus, but they don't allow any yeah. of the um, vegetation to rot. So the soil gets depleted of essential bacteria and things like that. And it's one of the things yeah. that always bothered me about the way housing, housing estates and housing associations in the United States work the way they make everybody rake their leaves. It's like they're destroying the soil because the leaves need to oh, rot. Yeah, yeah. They, they need to rot and feed the soil and feed the plants, which in turn feeds the animals, which in turn keeps them healthy. So it's by raking your lawn four or five times over the course of the autumn, you're actually destroying the biodiversity of your soil. We can't yeah. eat enough of um, enough vegetables now to get the vitamins and minerals we need because the soil is so deficient. So I've given a link to a TED talk which shows the power of putting more uh, cows into the environment. Um, and then there's another link to a podcast by a guy called Frank um, Milliner. He talks about the, the problems in the mainstream view of cows cause or meat, meat consumption causes environmental damage. It's all wrong. Yeah. It's all wrong, basically. <laughs> and there she said it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Where's my cow? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, has been declared. Just, it's really frustrating. <laughs> it's really frustrating to see people saying, I'm, I want to reduce my meat consumption for the planet. And it's like, no, it is. Yeah. You see, the, 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 I think the biggest shock I got was I saw the, that photograph, and I think I shared it with you, of the woman with her child. The fruitarians, are they? They were, they were fruitarians, yeah. yeah. And that was just so shocking. Oh my God. Yeah. The poor child didn't even have a tooth in her head. No. But the video we're going to leave the link to, you can see at the end it's only a clip of this particular program but at the end they're like they have oh, a yeah. full blender full of bananas 
and then they're pouring the sugar in going the the brain needs the sugar brain needs it and it's literally like a blender full of sugar it's probably 100 grams of sugar easily that that girl poured into that banana smoothie yeah bananas which are like nearly 100 percent sugar anyway <laughs> it's like would you like some sugar with your sugar <laughs> let me you google it but yeah look with We'll definitely we'll put some a lot of resources up for this for you to go and have a look and I suppose just make up your own mind really is what So there's twenty three grams of carbs in a in a um, medium banana in a hundred grams of banana. So yeah. it's quite a lot. Yeah. Um so our message is not that we shouldn't we shouldn't be vegans. Like I personally would never do it. I would never recommend any of my family or friends do it. I would always try and convince yeah. people otherwise because I know the physiology of it i know the nutritional profile of it and it's just not the way we were me- meant to be we are meant no. to be able to eat a vegan diet in case of emergency but we we don't thrive on it we simply don't thrive on it now there are a few people out there who can thrive forever on a vegan diet but that's very rare and it's all to do with their biological profile their their biochemical profile their genes all of that for the majority of us we just don't do good no no not at all and we'll let you kind of make your own mind up about that when you watch some yeah, of the make videos. your mind up and come to my conclusion <laughs> okay <laughs> the trash heap has spoken <laughs> if you're old enough to get that reference <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so that's it for this week for our little soapbox. Um, as always, uh, drop us a, a kind of DM, whatever I'm trying to say here. Drop us a DM if you want us to talk about anything in particular. Yeah. So until next week. If you liked this episode please leave us a review on itunes and don't forget to subscribe if you'd like to support us you can head on over to patreon or alternatively you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes also don't forget to check our blog for regular updates so until next time keto on keto sisters